I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Jason Munz is, of course, the Tiger basketball beat writer for the Commercial Appeal. Joins us each and every Monday on the program. He's on Twitter, at Munzley. Munz, what are we listening to? Jeffrey, we're listening to Carry the Zero off of uh, off of Built to Spill's masterpiece, Keep It Like a Secret. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Never heard of it. So it sounds uh, wait it so sounded I give, give me no this sounds like uh, this sounds like college. Yeah, brilliant stuff. <laughs> uh, okay, biggest question. Did you go to Disney World? Other than the wide world of sports complex or whatever it's called where the games were played. Did you did you go to the Magic Kingdom? No, no. I avoided the happiest place on earth as as much as as much as I could. By the way, y'all owe me an apology. I knew a hundred percent that was the HP Pavilion or whatever whatever the art I don't know what is it called now? Is it still the HP Pavilion? State Farm Field House. There you go. Uh-huh. But I knew it was the I, I guarantee you there's still some HP signage somewhere well, somewhere in that well, room. Well, they still had the ban didn't they have the banner up of Memphis's Old Spice Classic oh, win yeah. from back in the day? Yeah. Yeah, they had it. Well, they had everybody's banner up, but yeah, uh, yeah, they had yeah, they had like a whole row of uh, all the winners uh, still hanging up in there. Yeah, I found myself as I watched way too much of that tournament. Um, just did not feel like there was big game energy. You know what I mean? And I'm not. I'm well, not saying the teams didn't play hard, but it's just like I don't know. I heard Memphis had the best contingent felt, of fans. Felt though. very stale. I don't know, man. Like that. I mean. That Seton Hall Memphis atmosphere was pretty good. It it it, it was it was it was uh it, it wasn't just another November MTE neutral site game. I didn't feel like it felt it felt like a. I mean, I, I don't know if it rose to the level of like Memphis Houston. Um, Come on, you know, uh, uh, the last have, couple. Of years. Don't even it, don't even it, put that in the same it, breath as that game. Come on, yeah. If you're going to say that, it has to be Memphis, Houston, like Mem- COVID year. Like like well, Memphis. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good a good one. Like uh, it felt even it, the, it like a Memphis Wichita State home game. Don't don't put the Houston game in the same breath. Yeah, no, it was okay. So it was it was it was a better atmosphere than any other. Memphis versus any other AAC opponent that I've okay. covered. I mean, like it was in, it was it was good. It was intense. It was Thanksgiving night, and Seton Hall traveled, and like they came out of the gate swinging, and Memphis swung back, and it was it was like I'll tell you this: one Memphis, uh, two Memphis staffers that I talked to uh, on 
Friday compared it to an NCAA tournament game uh, like atmosphere. Okay. Well, tell me, so, I mean, tell me what did you make of, of, you know, Memphis loses that game in heartbreaking fashion, kind of gave it away. Also, you know, pretty lucky shot that was hit at the buzzer. I, I said it on Twitter. Can you all ever remember somebody banking in a three, but the bank, the ball going off above the square of the backboard? I don't think I've ever seen anybody bank it like that. Like, it was almost like a bank from the top of the, the backboard. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was just an improbable. If he takes that shot 99 other times, he's going to miss it every time. And that was, by the way, another guy, Tyree Samuel, covered him in high school. Somehow he's still in – he's one of the guys somehow still in college. I covered him six years ago in, as a senior in high school. Still younger than DeAndre. COVID era. Yeah, still younger. Yeah, the COVID era – just one of those guys who's just whatever. But the way they responded, getting two wins over Nebraska and Stanford, neither appear to be world beaters this year. Nebraska in particular, I think they were picked last in the Big Ten this year. Um, but Stanford... By the uh, way, how has Hoiberg kept his job? Like, they haven't even like won double-digit games. I, 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 here's what I'll tell you, uh, based on some conversations that I had while I was down there. Uh I think he kept his job for this season by getting rid of most of his staff or some of his staff. And if it, you know, like uh, barring a miracle. I think the simplest answer is. He fired the coordinators and now he's. Yeah, well, I think, no, I think, honestly, I think the simplest answer is they needed. They needed all the money to buy out Scott Frost. Yeah. So they weren't going to (laughs) waste any money buying him out. Well, we'll see. I, I, I don't. I don't think things are going to go very well for them this year. So this could be his swan song. But Stanford was picked fifth in the Pac-12 this year. Um, again, I would like to short that. <laughs> um, uh, we love our guy. We love we, our we, guy. We, Robbie, love, we love our boy. But um, what did you make of the way they responded to a, a pretty heartbreaking loss, uh, Jason? What, what did you make of the overall performance the, the, of Memphis in this tournament? Well, we've talked a lot, uh, honestly, this season so far, this young season, about just how, and not just it's not just us. Penny's talked about it. Other people have talked about it. Just how how um, more mature this team is, and how you know there's not. Uh, I believe DeAndre Williams was the one who called it chaos on the bench uh, during games when things aren't going well. And, you know, negativity, I think, is the, is the word that Penny used over the weekend, either on radio. I think it may have been on, 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 uh, uh, during an interview on the radio. Um, and, and, you know, I just I think that this is yet another example of how things have changed, how, you know, sort of the culture has changed with this program because – I mean, uh, you you cannot convince me that had that very same scenario played out against Seton Hall last year, the year before last, the year before that, you cannot convince me that this team rebounds to win two out of three. I, I don't, and I don't care who they're playing. I don't care how much more talented they would have been against Nebraska even last year. I do not believe that they would have rebounded to win. I think this team is a much more. Uh, just uh, like they just they just they can take a punch. I oh, mean, there's like no that's, mentally tough. I mean, the 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 word that always came to mind watching last year's team is fragile. Like just as yeah, especially you, early. Yeah, like it's just fragile. But like this team, this team's clearly tougher. 
I guess the one con- concerns probably too much. Like I do wonder, having watched having watched a lot of Feast Week, and I'm not sure if anyone was good down in that tournament other than maybe Memphis. And Memphis does. I mean, I guess Oklahoma. Oklahoma. But I mean, I gotta tell Who you, won it? Who Oklahoma up, beat Ole Miss by, yeah. by like in a 55-51 barn burner. Like it was, mm-hmm. and it was like both teams with like five minute stretches without scoring. Mm-hmm. So and then Sienna Sienna went out and beat Seton Hall. Yeah, and so yeah. And, and my but it's also a three day tournament, whatever a four day yeah. tournament. It was you know three games in four, four days. days or whatever. The thing though that I kept I keep wondering about this team though. I think they're tough. I think they play good defense, but like I do wonder like they've now basically had two close games and they lost both like. I do find myself wondering. In the Stanford game, it got down to four, three different times in the last eight minutes, Mm -hmm. and they ended up pulling. You know, and I, I didn't. There was never a moment where you went, "Oh, oh no, they're going to lose the game." But at the same time, they they had to make some plays in crunch time in the Stanford game. But I, I think you're right that you know, like ultimately. December is going to give us the gauge of what this team yeah, exactly I think the next, is, and really like the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean they've got they've got North Alabama Wednesday. Obviously, that'll be easy. The Ole Miss game at FedEx Forum will be on Saturday night. Will be interesting because Ole Miss looks feisty this year, right? Isn't that the best way to describe them? It is a yeah, I, I, it's a Kermit yeah. Davis like they they play hard yeah. team. And then you've got Little Rock a week from Tuesday, and then. The three-game stretch that I think is going to, you know, it'll define the, how you view the non-conference schedule is Auburn in Atlanta on Saturday, December 10th, followed by at Alabama on December 13th, and then Texas A&M at home December 17th. I said this to Jason on the phone yesterday when we were talking. I think you want in those four SEC games, Ole Miss, Auburn, Alabama, Texas A&M, trying to go 2-2 two and two or better. Seem like two and two would be acceptable. Three and one would be great. Four and zero oh would be exceptional. A and M game is home here. Ole Miss and A and M are at home. I think you'll be favored in those two. So two and two is probably acceptable. Yes. So, but you know, I, I don't know. Do you I have, think three and one, three and one would be two and two is acceptable. Win. Three and one is okay. That's that's great. You stole a game. Yes. That means you beat either Auburn yes. in Atlanta or Alabama on the road. Yeah. Which would be upsets. Yes. Yeah, no, I, I think three and one is a win. Um and, and like you said, four and it would be exceptional. Um but, but no, I, I I mean four and one I, is now top half I mean, of the three bracket. and one. Three and no, one. I'm sorry. If he went four and oh, four and oh, yes. You're now talking about top half of the bracket type team. Yeah. With right. those wins. Yes. Now yes. Mike and, and Go ahead, Jason. I, I mean I was just gonna say, I mean like uh, you know, you give this uh, go, kind of going back to the NTE. It was it was three games in less than seventy two hours. You had the heartbreaker on 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 a holiday. Um, you turn right around the very next day and and you know play again, and then you get the off day and like and then you play an early morning game on Sunday, and you know half the team is out there uh, gimpy. Uh, it feels like. And so now they get a few days off. They get a couple of, you know, uh, relative, what should be, what should be, uh, gimmies. Although it seems like North Alabama 
um, can score the ball pretty well. They're like averaging 80 points a game or something like that. Um, so, and I know they're playing not great competition, but they are, they can score. Um, uh, but you know, and, and we, we haven't even talked about, uh, the possibility that they'll get DeMar A. Franklin, mm-hmm. uh, at some point, the, the expectation is they'll hear a decision this week, you know, one way or the other. And so, um, but yeah, like, how does that change things? You know, I mean, it, it's gonna, it's going to be. Is it going too far to say it, it's going to be like the defining stretch of the season? I mean, like if they if they go one and three, if they go zero oh and four, well, it, it eliminates margin for error. I don't if know you if will. it's the defining stretch, but it is the stretch that will tell you if you're playing for anything more than like the seven through ten seed. Right. I think yeah. That's, well, and I think even that, true. even that, if you don't get, I mean. If you don't get, you need like a a win, if you will, on your resume. And I don't know if they have that win yet. You know, in non conference play, we still like have they have a lot seen, of decent wins. We still, despite the Americans' falling status, we've yet to see a situation where the second team didn't at least get into Dayton. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, I, I'm curious, Jason, because I do think that it, this has become this is becoming quickly like an eye of the beholder team. You know, like you can either yeah. choose to see their flaws or you can choose to see their strengths. Because right. I think there's some serious strengths, and I think there's some serious flaws too to this team. Yep. Um, I'm one. I, I I like watching this team play basketball. I know they're flawed offensively, and frankly, they are. You know, one serious tweak to Kendrick Davis's ankle from being a non-factor this season, like very mm-hmm. clearly. Frankly, if DeAndre Williams tweaks his back, I think like they can't lose anyone mm-hmm. out of those top two. They, especially those two. Like if either the, one of those yes. guys get hurt, this, yeah. <laughs> like this team's not going to – there's not enough in the cupboard. And like I don't even know which one would be worse. Like but I just think yeah. either one – You're toast. Yes. You're not going to – you're going to be a non-factor this year. So there's there's that part, but I just like that they seem to know who they are already. Like everyone plays the role that they're supposed to play. It, you know, there's a pecking order that's already been established. They play their they play really hard. Um, I, I know some people criticize their offense, like past Memphis teams. I don't think their offense is bad. I think they just don't have shooters. You know what I mean? Like I don't think they're running bad offense. I no, still yeah, think no I actually think you can make the argument, like like if you go by Ken Palm right now, Memphis has a top fifty offensive efficiency I, team. Th- this is where eye test matters. I think they get good shots. Yeah, I don't think they can hit them. They do. They have a top fifty adjusted efficiency in offense, despite being number two hundred twenty seven in three point percentage. Yeah, I mean, like I think about like I think Davis sees the floor very well. We know DeAndre is a good passer. Like most of the times. Very rarely do you sit there and go like, "What was that?" Mm-hmm. Like they don't really have those kind of possessions. I just think they can't shoot. Well, don't say that to the uh, Alex Lomax detractors. Don't don't say that there's never a "What was that?" moment to anybody. Uh, uh, anybody. I think it's getting alpha. ridiculous how much he gets criticized. Like I was I, glad I, that he. I, I just I think it's the same thing it's always been. It people don't want to criticize Penny, therefore Alex takes the brunt of it. I don't think it's, Penny it's, is misplaying him this year. I I, no, no, I tend to right agree. Now, I tend to agree with you on that. But it, my deal is any Alex Lomax criticism 
is usually mis it's misdirected, if you will. Yeah. It's they don't right. want to criticize Penny, so therefore Alex has to sit there and be the shield. I, I was right. just I was really glad he played those last games. Go ahead, Jason. No, yeah, I mean, like t- t- just uh, Jeffrey's point is that is that people are upset that he's being used. 35 minutes a game. And and to, to your point, Mark, well, they have to. He has to. Yeah. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.